See, that's what it's just conversations. <laughs> okay, well, I'll go ahead and, I'll go ahead and okay. bring us in. Start it, <laughs> okay. and go. Okay. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. And today we get to, we get to do, we are doing. <laughs> we get to do, it's a privilege. We are privileged. It's a, it is a privilege to get to sit with these awesome, awesome people. We have our friends. Well, okay, hold on. This is a Campfire Chat series episode. So, Campfire Chats. First one in a while. This is the first one in a while. And we're not sitting around an actual campfire, but close enough, we're sitting by a fireplace. Mm-hmm. So, that's... With a with, gas fire. Right? With a fire. It is, with, a with a fire. There is we'll fire around us. We'll it's manufactured fire. The fire element yeah. is here, but Someone we have... Someone told me that even the, all man-made things are technically natural, because we're natural. So, that's mm-hmm. a It's made by fire. a natural being. It's made by a being. natural being. I like being. that. Therefore, mm. it's natural. That's, I mean, that's something worth discussing, though. Let's not discuss I that because like I'm still undecided on that too. It but, was an interesting uh, thing to bring to mind though. It was like how he did go down that trail. He was like, How mm-hmm. natural, or like, where does natural stop? If a human being makes something, first question, where does natural stop? <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, is, hold on. What is hold on? We haven't even introduced <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, Okay, so we are sitting next to this fireplace for our campfire chat. That was it, yeah. With oh, our awesome friends Peyton and Sarah Beth, so welcome Peyton and Sarah Beth to the show. Hello. They're also like our our home in Denver. Yes. You have been our home if you want since to we've send, been on the road. If you want to yeah. send Amy and Caleb mail, you will send it to <laughs> us. If you ha- if you send us a Christmas card this year, it went to them. Yes, so thank you. Really <laughs> effectively your parents. It really. Thank you. You know, it always felt like that. Every say. time we like. <laughs> The first few months of van life, we would always come home like once a month, and every time it felt like coming home to, to the parents. parents. It really did. It really hurts our feelings when we get wedding invitations for y'all, but not for us. For <laughs> <laughs> Christmas cards. You know what? You can have them, okay? We're going to enough weddings. Go to the other ones. That's true, yeah. <laughs> no, but Peyton and Beth, yes, they are. And it's kind of cool. I think it's cool how we like know you all because... So just a little like backstory. Sarah Beth and I went to high school together. So uh, and, no, and Sa- me and Sarah Beth went to high school <laughs> together, and then you also went to that school. Yeah, oh, she, she happened. Right? She happened. No, to go. what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Do you even no. know Sarah Beth? No, you have a sister. <laughs> <laughs> wait, and a brother. But wait, I have to know. Did wait, you really? really not know that she? <laughs> I thought she had two sisters. <laughs> no, no, no. But did you really think she was a lifer? No. I don't know. She came in care. ninth grade. I don't care about who's a wife or not. It's, it's been an ongoing joke that Caleb doesn't know me at all. <laughs> well, he doesn't Even know. Even though we've known each other since we were like 14 years old. He knows. Oh, you, you came in ninth grade and you were Miss Lipscomb? <laughs> That's, oh I might God. have a problem with that because no. <laughs> I suffered through like nine extra years of you that didn't shit. Get, <laughs> you got no recognition. That's right. No recognition. You got most outgoing. Which is it? Is it that Caleb doesn't know you at all, or that Caleb has no memories? <laughs> Honestly, I have no memories up until probably about three weeks ago. <laughs> well, so we can confirm Sarah Beth went to high school. With mm-hmm. both of us. Three weeks ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But yeah, Sarah Beth and I were very, very good friends in high school. We were best friends in high school. And then... Dare I say best. Dare. I mean, I just didn't know. No. So we were definitely, we were definitely best. I mean, we went to school together. We also went to church together. We were we were best friends in high school. And then Caleb also went to our high school, but was a year older than us. But... Awesome. He was in... The I mean, way... Also. The way outsider. But the way our school works, you know, you know everyone. So... Yeah. They knew each other as well. 
Um, we went, on, and we went then, on double dates with respective exes. <laughs> respective <laughs> we exes. Did. Yeah. yeah. I we forget watched, that. We watched Knocked Up? No? Super bad. Wow. Pineapple is, Express. Oh, he man. does have a good memory. He actually three, does. Three classics. <laughs> I mean, any Seth Rogen movie, insert. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we watched, watched I think. in high school. But, yeah. sorry. No, no, you're right. totally fine. So... That's, yeah, and then we went our separate ways for college. Sarah Beth yes. went to Arkansas. Well, you went to Harding, which is talk about it. in Arkansas. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we can all skip on college. Well, we, okay, we'll say this. We went our separate ways for yeah. college, but that's where you, but you were supposed to end up there because that's where you met Peyton. And yeah. Okay, but also y'all both went to Harding. Yes. And I've met a lot of Harding people since we've been in Colorado. Yeah, we have. Weird. Yeah. Like even the couples we've shot. I told you about that one couple. Yeah. From Harding, yeah. and I was like, y'all don't know each other. Small school. We didn't even know. Yeah. Them. Small school. Yeah, okay, and then <laughs> we went separate ways for college, and you met Peyton, and y'all ended up getting married, and we did go to your wedding because you and I were besties. Well, and I went to your wedding about a month before. And that's where we first met Peyton. First met Peyton. Wait, was Peyton? No, you I didn't. Was not no, I don't think he was no, at her. No, I mean, sorry, at your oh, wedding. Oh, at my wedding. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. I'm at getting our wedding. Yes. He didn't remember. That. But I don't remember no. meeting no. Peyton at y'all's wedding. Mm-hmm. No, it was probably just like a very yeah, yeah, blurry. Quick, quick hello. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, it, was your, it was your wedding day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't have any but then we just kind of I don't we yeah we we're doing our own things and then y'all moved out to Denver. What year did y'all 2015. move? 2015. Okay. And then we moved in 2018, and when we moved, our members were like, hey, I know Sarah Beth lives out here. And yeah. we just picked up right where we left off, but just it's as, crazy. like, new people, which is really cool. So cool. And then much, yeah. we got to know Peyton, obviously, super well, because mm-hmm. we just, we live here now, so. Yeah. <laughs> no. Sarah, always, always, always around. Always, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> always around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was kind of crazy whenever you messaged me mm-hmm. when y'all moved here of like, hey, where should we live? What should we do? You know, and it's like, hey, let's let's meet up and get a drink or Well, I remember dinner. I messaged you on like Instagram, I think, mm-hmm. or probably Instagram. And I was like, hey, we're looking at a house. Or I, I think it was before we had looked at a house. Mm-hmm. But I was like, hey, we're going to move to Denver. Where are some cool neighborhoods, or like places mm-hmm. we should look? And I'm sure you gave me some information. And then I remember the house we ended up moving into. I remember saying, hey. We're looking at moving into this house. Like, do you know anything about this area? Like, can you tell me anything? And you were like, it's, it's like, very industrial. <laughs> I was like, maybe don't. He said it's very industrial. <laughs> no, I meant maybe don't live Don't, there. Oh, don't. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's what was, you mean by industrial? I think it was because the only thing we knew about that neighborhood was that it was just The Purina plant. Smell well, like dog food. <laughs> it smelled like dog food. It, it was like when we first moved here, there was like a big controversial thing about the new interstate going oh, yes. through your neighborhood. The Construction only thing, nightmare. Yeah, the yeah. only thing we I knew mean, was just like from it's... from the time you guys moved yeah. in. I mean, that was like a big... Everyone in Denver was like voting on like whether this <laughs> like interstate bill should pass because it was going to like cut through this neighborhood. And like that was the only thing I'd ever heard and about this And it's still happening. Is, yeah. yeah. Four years later. Oh, it's like a 20 year. And that's why we got the deal we got on that spot. And that is why. And we had to start renting. And it was a perfect place. Well, that was. The whole thing was like we had to start renting a place before we were going to even move to Denver. Yeah, we started started renting it a month before we moved. And so, like, Mm. it was very much price point and, like, what we were looking for and we didn't really give a shit about neighborhood yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and you know we lived with that construction for like two years once you get used to it you just get used <laughs> yeah. to it and now we're on the very opposite end of the spectrum and don't mm-hmm. hear anything yeah that's yeah. great that's true oh in the van totally sunny. yeah but i remember no we shot to you about that and then of course we're like oh when you get here like we'll definitely have to beat up 
And then when we got here, my dad helped move us out. And I remember him saying, hey, I booked us skiing in Breckenridge for like the literally. So we got here, like, I don't know, January 6th or something. And like on January 7th, he was like, we're going to go ski at Breckenridge. And I was like, the, the day after we move cross country, okay, whatever. <laughs> and I remember being like, I don't have anything to wear. And I was like, maybe I can ask Sarah Beth. So I remember I texted you if I could borrow some ski clothes. Mm-hmm. And I came over here like. Literally the day that we got to Denver to move in, oh and I gosh. came over here and picked up not. ski clothes, was reintroduced to Peyton again, mm-hmm. even though I met you at your wedding, but didn't count. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I just took your stuff and went skiing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm such a good friend. Yes, you are. <laughs> no, I That's did not remember stuff. that. That's a. I do remember that because I no. kind of felt bad. I was like, I, don't, I like. I we haven't had to hang I was out like, in yeah. so long. And I was like, I'm just going to show up and like borrow her stuff. And I was like, I mean, I know we're going to hang out and like, it's yeah. all going to be good. But I was like, I just feel weird that being the first, like, Hey, I haven't seen you in four years. Can I just borrow your stuff? Well, hey, I remember getting to our new house with nothing unloaded other than Penske and your dad at like 9 PM mm-hmm. and your dad being like, let's go skiing tomorrow at 6 AM. I'm like, what? Let's go no. skiing. And you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, hey, I think I want to go skiing. I'm like, okay, well I'm going to move. Yeah. I'm going to finish moving. Yeah, Caleb didn't myself. go. Like, you were like, I'm going to wait for the Comcast guy Yeah, to come I was like, I and... scheduled a Comcast appointment at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, we got, uh, we're, like, we got to move the stuff. So I literally just left him with a moving truck. And you're like, well, I'm going to go skiing. I'm like, okay, cool. Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> we're such That's a good husband. We're in Colorado now. <laughs> we're in Colorado now. Go for it. But yeah, and then ever since then. And the Titans have just beaten the Chiefs. Yeah, and it's kind of like oh. when, you're, when oh, your yes, spouse yeah. says like, hey, my best friend from high school and her husband are... They just moved here. We should go hang out with them. Right. You have no idea. I mean, even like, you don't know what to have, expect. I definitely did not have good judgment in high school, so everyone <laughs> should be. Well, should be okay. Weary. Well, I there was never a moment. In general, there was never a moment I did not think that we would all just be friends immediately. Really? Well, you're, yeah. yeah. You're a pretty optimistic dude. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we all know. We all I mean, I yeah, I met you at your wedding, but and I didn't, so I didn't know you, but I. Sure. I knew at least, you know, yeah, your vibe. Yeah, I like that. I knew your vibe. And I think that a lot of people we meet now on the road, it's just like you have a very small window to know them. And if you just know their vibe, it's like... Okay. We can hang out a lot, and it's going to be super cool. Now we we can be completely different people. That's true. But would you and say your vibe now is the same as it was on your wedding day? Honestly, yeah. I mean, I think my vibe has been... <laughs> well, I just I just mean my vibe in general as a person has been pretty similar. Obviously, like my opinions have changed, my like beliefs have changed. Same since that time too, right. very much. But, <laughs> so. I, but I mean, just my general vibe. I've always been a, a very like I don't know, like chill person. Yes, you're very laid back. Yeah, I'm pretty laid back. Look. So I feel like I feel like those are the people that are kind of easiest to. It's like you know you can hang out with that guy and chill with him, and you're gonna be friends, and then. Right. I mean, what? Peyton, you're very laid back, but you're not. <laughs> Your opinion is about people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but nobody knows my opinion about them. That's true. Yeah, you. Yeah, hide, I don't, I don't you hide expre- it. Yeah, because I'm. You're laid not. Back. Ex- you're not expressive. Yeah. So but. it's like even if I'm hanging out with somebody and having a terrible time, I'm not gonna be like, man, I'm having a terrible time right now. So you had so, a terrible time with me the first few times, and then we became I mean, pretty, friends. Pretty much. No, I'm not. I had a great time. Yeah, we had a great time. I also don't remember the first like five nights we ever met. I do. Also, I mean, <laughs> we no. went to car. I, I saw that. No, I remember him too. Car driver. We yeah, went to Dos Santos driver. the next time, and then we came over to y'all's house after that. Which is where we are now, and there's been so many good nights here that I don't remember. 
<laughs> but I do. But they're like etched in legend. Yeah. No. This is a good house. This is a legendary house. This house is where memories go to die. <laughs> as far as our movie is concerned. What does that mean? It just like means, it's the end of all the memories? It, well, it just means that like... They live and die just here. Yeah, just in this house. It's like, like what happens there. here stays here. Right, yeah. It's a I historic mean, home. There's clearly, you know, supernatural stuff that's going on here. I don't know. There's good energy here. Yeah, I mean, like, when, when we... Now that we're like... I feel like past the Denver phase of our lives. Like, we don't live in Denver anymore. Even though we do. We do. You got it. I was going to say, whenever I think about our Denver, or like living in Denver phase, like this house is monumental. Yes. It is like, it is like when I, I honestly almost think, I love our house in Denver too, but like this is almost like at the same level, like the memories I've had here are like, Mm -hmm. oh wow, when I think of Denver, anytime in the rest of my life, it's going to be like this house. This this setting is. This setting, like right here, like just sharing awesome cocktails with you guys yeah. around a fire or around a fire outside or I don't know. There's I'm been lots of good memories. Yes. For some reason in our basement. I think we've done everything. Yeah. <laughs> Birthday parties here, baby showers here. Cinco de Mayo Cinco de Mayo is here. Yeah. I mean Christmas, New Year's year. I mean, just so many. Holidays. No, y'all will not like let us come for Christmas this year. Do not, I didn't say, do not I didn't bring say. that up, Sarah. December twenty sixth. No, okay. This is a good point because this is actually one of my favorite things about our friendship is you can say shit like that. Yeah, I don't mind being like I actually would not want you. Yes, I literally. Well, I and that's what we were just brainstorming. Like, okay, we need to come back in we town for New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Like, do we come back in town early enough for Christmas mm-hmm. or not? And, and you guys no. were like, no. And, like, okay. <laughs> and we're like, okay. <laughs> that works. Totally. So, like, I mean, yeah, that's like, if you want to be friends with Sarah Beth, you have to be willing to be like, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we're not. You got to accept the no. Yeah. yeah. And I totally respect that. No. You got to no, accept the no. No. No, but it's Everyone's so, got, yeah. it's, so appreciate, it's so appreciated because I feel like there are a lot of people in my life who have not done that. They will say yes, even though they want to say no. And then... Like, I don't think they mean to, but they kind of, like, hold it in the back of their minds, mm-hmm. like, or, like, kind of a little bit of resentment of, like, I, I didn't be, want this. I'm doing this for you. I'm so you should, like, right, very right. easily Like, you fall, owe me. Yeah. yeah I yeah, very yeah. easily fall into the pit of resentment towards people, and so I've just learned to be like, nope, that's not going to happen. So yeah. I don't feel shitty about them resenting mm-hmm. a person that I love for just doing something mm-hmm. that I told them that they could do. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I that, appreciate yeah. that about you. Mm-hmm. And gaslighting, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to not. I just learned that. that term. Yeah. You just learned it? Skip it. Welcome to the party. Do not want to talk about it anymore. So ignorant. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid. I could easily fall into a trap of gaslighting people, and I need to not do that. So I just need to tell them how I feel up front so I don't. Well, you're very. You're good about it, and you're good about doing it like in a respect. I don't know if respectful is the right rude, word, but, but yeah, yeah, just like not a rude. It's very much just like, I don't know. We asked you a question. You said no. Like that's always an option, mm-hmm. even yes. though people yeah. don't always take that option. Mm-hmm. I feel like people in the South don't take that option as much. I've learned mm-hmm. to be a little less. Very careful talking about le- the South. Well, we're going no. to go to fist here. Yeah, I, just mean, I, I think y'all be... agree on this. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. We do. We're but not going to go to fist. just going to get the yeah, blood we're pumping. Gonna, we're going to fist bump over our opinions. We can fist bump. This is a I debate think podcast. That <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> no, I just, um, I feel like I just grew up 
being taught like being polite was yeah above all else the most important and i'm like well being honest and actually kind i feel like it's more important than just mm-hmm. being surface level polite mm-hmm. so right mm-hmm. i'm gonna mm-hmm. try to stop that i'm like a recovering people pleaser you are oh, sweetie. the much recovering <laughs> people oh my god don't say that <laughs> cheers <laughs> oh cheers to that cheers no more people pleasing, no more people pleasing. Okay. <laughs> i've never been a people pleaser mm. So, I have been um, and still am at times. So it's a so having someone in your life that you like you that I can watch say no and even like to me and I can feel it and be like that wasn't bad. Yeah, you know, like if I bad. say, hey, we're thinking about maybe coming for Christmas and hanging out. What do y'all think? And you say, no, I think we're just gonna spend Christmas two of us. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That makes that, sense. Yeah. that makes sense. Cool. And then I'm like, wait, I can do that too. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. been good to like experience that with you so I can see it modeled and then put it and know that it's not a horrible thing just to say no yeah it's not necessarily I mean it's not necessarily rude Peyton I'm sure could tell everyone all about how my delivery is sometimes (laughs) is he the one you practice on (laughs) (laughs) well I mean same more delicate in friendships same do I practice saying no to you no but I I practice all my jokes on you first that's true that's true you hate them all <laughs> she, she texts me about them all the time. <laughs> she says, you probably shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> okay. He doesn't even know what gaslighting is. <laughs> no, but this is kind of, kind of to like switch gears. This is a big moment in y'all's life. Yeah. Well, I was talking about their house. Yeah, and y'all just our house. Sold that was your a house. great yes. segue. Yes. Yes. We just sold our house. If you live in Denver and own a home, you should sell it now. <laughs> Y'all sold it so fast. Yep. I yep. mean, in two days. Yeah. Wait, so how long did you live here from so start to finish? April 2017. Yep. So. And where were we in 2017? Yeah, still. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Four yeah. years mm-hmm. in this home. I don't know. The last place I lived in for four years was like my parents' house. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or like the dorm. Yeah. Yeah, college, I didn't even live in the dorm that long. Same. Yeah. We, we were actually living in an apartment down the street from mm-hmm. here. Literally two blocks away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in 2016, that was like when the Denver housing market was like skyrocketing. And we thought, okay, if we want to stay here, we can just keep paying rent. Or we can try to buy something and like, I don't know. We honestly didn't have plans of fixing anything up when we purchased this home. But... Mm-hmm. It was like a great deal at the time. Mm-hmm. We bought it and it just worked out perfectly. And then we fixed it up. Yeah. And then the housing market continued to skyrocket, which I don't think anyone, I mean, we kind of hoped, but didn't predict necessarily. Or expect. Right. Yeah. Definitely did not expect. And like, then this past year has just sort of taught us like, hey, seize the moment. Like, the housing market can't just like go up forever. We were just like, you know, a natural time of transition just because of work and whatever. And so we were like, okay, well, let's just see if we can sell this house easily. And yes, we did sell it very easily. Yeah. And just in a couple days. So yeah, yeah again. Okay, so what's all the transition about? <laughs> so where are we headed? We are copying our good friends, Amy and Caleb, and gonna live on the road in a nomadic fashion. Yeah. Yeah. In the nomadic say, it, fashion. say it for the people in the back. Yeah, so we are we bought an Airstream trailer and mm-hmm. are going to live in it. 
I'm so excited. And wow. travel around and just, you know, get out of the urban hellscape that and honestly that that is the only similarity between us is getting out of the urban hellscape yeah other than that your experience is going to be completely different from our experience yeah Yeah. Yeah. like that but that but that is one similarity getting out of the urban hellscape (laughs) i'll drink to that yeah cheers to that i've loved living in a city i love the convenience i love just kind of how i don't know you can like wa- you the- can walk to anything you need, especially yes, where y'all are. Yeah, where we right. are, we like can walk you can. To everything. That's another reason we also love this house is because every time like we we were in the city of Denver when mm-hmm. we lived here, but your house was different. We could walk to everywhere we needed. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. We still had to drive fifteen minutes to work where we lived, mm-hmm. like True. in Denver. But you could like bike easily. To but your house is like are, walking yeah. distance to great mm-hmm. vegan spots mm-hmm. and markets, and yeah. it was a yeah. it's a great coffee house. shops. It's and a great bars house and, and great stores. location. Yeah. All right, enough of this house. <laughs> but this is a hellscape. We're getting out of here. It's a hellscape. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, in general, like the American, like capitalistic hellscape. But yeah, we've kind of had a desire um, for the past few couple years and then especially with COVID it's gotten to be a lot stronger of a desire to live more self-sustaining um, to live more sustainably and kind of I don't know we eventually want to have our own property and be able to take care of ourselves without relying on the government teat as Ron Swanson says so is that kind of like at least for like right now is that kind of like your driving force for pursuing this lifestyle would you say this is going to be a good like just i think our our next couple years while we're doing this is going to be viewed as like a transitionary period Mm -hmm. in all senses the word and that we're Mm -hmm. constantly in transit to Mm -hmm. different places but also transitioning from like living in a city which i've thoroughly enjoyed um mostly Mm-hmm. But then just kind of coming to a realization that it's not a long-term sustainable thing for our mental health, for our physical well-being, mm-hmm. um, spiritual well-being. And so, yeah, yeah this will be so a did transition. So that, did that mental change happen more during COVID? Like, what was kind of the catalyst so. for, yeah, the, like, the, the or the seed of that mindset? Yeah, I mean, I've I've sort of been of the mindset for a while that city living is unsustainable in the sense that like I mean population growth in general is just a never ending it's like unstable yeah, it's like, <laughs> right, yeah and so it's like no matter how much money you pump into like city systems or whatever like there's always going to be shortages and uh, of resources for people that don't have enough particularly in a country like ours where we basically take care of the people that already have a decent amount of stuff and ignore the people that don't have anything. And it, to me, it just seems like a, a ridiculous sort of facade of mm-hmm. a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And eventually it's going to, if it doesn't crumble in like a hard and fast way, it's like an eventual... It's going to be like a slow decay. Yeah, systematic <laughs> yeah. decline. And it's, and it's like, like everyone feels it. Right. So <laughs> oh, like, everybody, oh, yeah. everybody knows that... Yeah, it's like, like people can sense that, I don't know, that things are not trending necessarily in a positive direction. I think particularly people in our generation that like weren't, that haven't been like grown up and brainwashed on like 
our particular system of democracy and, mm-hmm. and patriotism. Yeah, and patriotism yeah. and like I don't know, not even that, but just like the idea that life has to be about progress and you know, like getting everything you can, like milking every single resource from the earth. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, that's actually not how it has to be. Like you can just like that's not going to lead to progress. It's right, going to lead yeah. to depletion. Depletion. Yeah, like you, yeah. Can, you can only progress so far before you start to like eat up more resources than we actually have. Yeah. And that's what's currently happening. Yeah. And I feel like 2020 was the like we like lifted up the bandage and like actually looked at them and we're like, oh shit. Yeah. And yeah. then just someone like put it. Yeah, it's like, oh, that that's, that's yeah. fatal. Right. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's, too that's, late. <laughs> that's the thing about, about modern society is we sort of, you know, you sort of just have to kick the can down the road of like, you know, we. It's doomed. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> we don't understand the. We, ha- we have an immediate solution to this problem. But we have no idea why this problem exists, and like, and have no, and they have no motive to try right. and figure out why the problem exists to to like solve it, right? Or yeah. to like make a better future. It's just like no, just like let someone else deal with it, right? Like let yeah. the future generations deal with it. Like For if sure. it's worse, well, that's not my problem. Yeah, kind and of thing. At, and at a certain yeah. point, we just looked at the way things were trending and said, okay, what if we just, I don't know, what if you just like tried to live outside of that, and we're just like, let's just live the way that things are now, mm-hmm. you know, right. like abide by the laws of, hey, if I grow something in the ground, it can feed my family. Yeah. It's like, it's such a simple. It's so simple. Yeah. It's yeah. such a simple solution. That's so like, I fucking love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a little like backyard garden for the past yeah. couple summers and. Yeah. Little, it was awesome. Y'all's garden like, is awesome. For like a little small, like for a small plot of. Yeah. Like, literally like a 20 square foot. I feel like ever since I've met you guys, you've like, I've known that you've wanted to like eventually get to a very self-sustained lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So what drove that then to being like also mobile too? Yeah. Why make, why like, like like, I know the long-term dream of like being like probably owning land or whatever. I don't know. But like just being completely like, I would say self-sustainable. Like that has always been a thing. Like I bet Peyton and Sarah Beth will yeah. be self-sustainable we'll be at some point way. in their yeah. life. But now it's like changed into like a mobile lifestyle. Probably indecisiveness is probably <laughs> the key factor of being mobile, which is mm-hmm. I think can be lovely in terms of well, you know. I think there's like beauty in indecisiveness. I think now. so too. Like, I think we um, don't know where we're gonna go on Monday. And that's true. Well, and, and and honestly, like. I think you all get to that point too. It's like you don't know, like even where, what state you're going to be in on Monday, and it's beautiful it's and scary. Out, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's both. It's both. Yeah. It's both. But it's and yeah. it's you know ex- expansive in terms of your options. Yeah, I just we had mine is more instability. It's like this past year, in my yeah. opinion, has revealed. A it does lot not feel of, stable. Yeah, it just has revealed a lot of. Systemic things that are terrifying when mm. you think about, like, I don't know, this the fact that everyone like almost ran out of toilet paper. We ran out of yeah, toilet I mean, paper, it seems, it seems ridiculous. We're but it's like, using paper towels, yeah, we were. Yeah. I think, I think, things butthole like was getting that, red. Yeah, it's like we bought a bidet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> see, you guys were yeah. smart, we went straight to the bidet. Like, and we were like, well, we got an extra roll of paper towels in the cabinet. 
can yeah. use those. It's like, <laughs> oh, wait, did I give? I think I gave y'all some toilet paper. No, you I didn't. I think two people were like, holy shit, my, take some toilet paper. Yeah. My, man- <laughs> my general manager at Comida, I told him that we were using paper towels. He goes, Amy, I'm going to buy you toilet paper from Costco. And he literally yeah. left the restaurant and went and bought us toilet paper. I was like, dude, we're about to live in a van. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know if toilet paper will ever be. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I don't know. I, I want to not live with toilet paper. Um, you know okay. toilet paper is like the number one resource we use in the van. I think we're the most yeah. well-stocked on it right now, too, yeah, which is really? odd. Yes. But anyways, what you were saying. Well, yeah, yeah basically, basically just, you basically, <laughs> essentially after a certain amount of time, you realize that these systems that we rely on to provide us basic comforts are incredibly unstable. Fragile, yeah. Yeah, and it's like... Yeah, 2020 showed the fragility yes. of the... Mm-hmm. Everything. Systematic. The si- of the shit stems. Yeah. 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 The shit stems. Like, I, I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> characterize myself as like a doomsday type person. Oh my god, I've seen that doomsday <laughs> but, but, but at the same are. time, I'm like... <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not a doomsday prepper because if there's like a total apocalyptic scenario. I'm like, I just want to die. I would yeah. rather not be around for that. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like, I just think that at any moment, like the the global economy could collapse because. It's like been... it almost does every moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally every day could change yeah. everything. Yeah. There's just, like who gives a shit. There are so many examples of countries where this has happened it's just like people that live in a place like the united states cannot fathom something like that because we've had stability for like 100 years not I mean, <laughs> but not racial stability not no 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 like, i mean i'm talking i'm talking economic, economic stability yeah. yeah not even yeah not even i mean great depression was in oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, even, not even 20 years 2008 was like the second biggest yeah, yeah well yeah. yeah but i mean people's um, yeah economic depression yeah so it's true Things have always sucked. We all have short memories, I think, here. We're just like... Essentially, I just like don't... I don't know. I don't think that every home is going to have working power in like 20 years when climate... The climate crisis starts to get like really real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like people like don't... Or water. Yeah, or the water crisis has like already started. Like California just declared like a a national emergency Mm because they can't get enough water. It's like... The, the apocalyptic stuff that we, like, watch on movies and, like, see as, like, a worst-case scenario is, like, actually coming true. And people, like, don't really want to believe that. Mm-hmm. And that's totally fine. Like, I I mean, I get wanting to... Ignorance is bliss. Right, yeah, I mean, totally. My grandma Red says. pill, blue pill, yo. yeah. Yeah, I, I, like, totally understand I that. actually don't know which pill is which. What is that? In, I don't know that matrix. reference. It's a Matrix rip. Yeah, the, I don't red, know. the red pill is the one that the you novel. take. I can only uh, reference the scene. I don't, I don't even know the I reference. can only reference the scene, not the I've, specific pill. Yeah. I've actually never seen the Matrix. Me neither. I don't have the authority to guess, but I think the red pill's the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to guess anyway. It's a 50 shot and I look We're really living smart. in the yeah. Matrix. We are living in the Matrix. But, but we need to watch point, the Matrix tonight. Yeah. None of this Bob's Burgers shit. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's either the Matrix or Bob's Burgers. You have to watch Bob's Burgers. But essentially my point is, it seems a little ridiculous to me to make like a 10-year plan, a 20-year plan. Oh, no. Have like, uh, so let's save all yes. our money. When it's like... Money is next. all just cryptocurrency now well i mean it's like nft <laughs> it doesn't actually exist there yes. are people money is it's a number on like my a... tele on my phone yes. like yeah. when i pull up my banking app that's my money sometimes it's it, lower sometimes, sometimes it's, it's really, higher. It's really really low weird. and sometimes it's 
not as low. Right. So when that, so <laughs> when that so back to low, for whatever reason, when that system collapses, which will be 10 tomorrow, years, twenty years, thirty years, we don't know. We have no idea. We literally have no clue. Yeah. You're going to realize that like a lot of the stuff that you've been doing is actually for no reason. It's fruitless. It's fruitless. fruitless. I like fruitless. So yeah. you should probably just do what you want to do And do what you like. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. And worry about tomorrow tomorrow. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We just we realized, you know, especially with COVID and everything, I mean it's a saying for a reason, like tomorrow is not promised. We, I, I don't want to wait till I'm retired and 65 to be doing the things that I think are fun. Cause I work in the medical field. I have people who die of cancer at age 40 when they would expect they have their whole lives ahead of them, you know, different things like that, that really woke me up. And I decided I can't just keep working today to like be able to afford to live the way that I want in 30 years. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. I mean, in 30 years, who knows what could be happening. Well, that always so. seemed like a weird concept to me too because even just physically in like if you're if you want to work at the same like in the medical field, so like a good stable income and mm-hmm. job until you're retire, I don't know, like 65, is that yeah. when people think they retire? Yeah. I don't know, yeah. whatever. And then you're going to go explore or do all the things you want at yeah. your 60 literally just physically at 65 yeah. you're not going to be able to do as much no. just physically as you no. could at 30 or well, at and if, and if you want to retire at 65 you're going to be probably working your ass off is that an early retirement no that's what uh, should be the average retirement. i mean that's look i'm retired what, that's what, now yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what yeah. people <laughs> our age expect as a retirement age because that's what age our parents expected their retirement age to be that's actually not the case. I, I don't know. I have, I've never worked for it. I haven't had that retirement mindset, yeah. but I always just, I mean, there's lots of aspects to it, but even just the physical aspect of it, of people like waiting to live till they were retired. Yeah, that's how I've always felt about kids. When people are like, have kids now because you don't have kids when you're 60. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'll want to have kids when I'm 60. Maybe I'll be born. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. I want to live now and then have kids when or, I'm or 60. They're like, they're like, go ahead and get the kids over with now and then you can travel when you're 60. I'm like, I might not be alive when I'm 60. Exactly. Like, I'm going to yeah. travel now. Like yeah. I want to go see... Uh, Moab tomorrow, so I'm gonna go yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't want to have a kid tomorrow. Yeah, so. there's lots of avenues with that, but even just like the literal physical, literal physical. Yeah. Why would you wait till you're 30, 40 years older to do something when you're not gonna have the, as much energy as you do now? Yeah. No, um, it, I mean that's the future is unknown. I it's think the same it, yeah. thing. When people are like, you don't want to be 50 when you're kids. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to be when I'm 50. Yeah. I could die when I'm 45. Could, yeah. Right now, I don't care about that. Like, yeah. I'm 32. Yeah. I'm not even 32. Wait, Damn it. Not 31. <laughs> so it's like, I'll worry about that when I'm that age. Yeah. Like, when I'm 32, I'll worry about that. Yeah. yeah when I'm 32, I'll yeah. start worrying about when yeah. I'm dying when I'm 45. Like, so yeah. So that's what we... Yeah. I mean, we just get yeah, the, the instability and then also the indecisiveness in terms of, you know, if we wanted to go ahead and like start a little homestead and be self-sustaining i mean where the hell are we even gonna go i have no idea i mean i think Mm -hmm. in a perfect world or even like you know 30 years ago we would have said oh california it sounds perfect great weather but now it's always on fire or Mm -hmm. i'm scared of earthquakes or Mm -hmm. i I don't know it's so expensive so we said okay well where would we even go to achieve the dreams that we want 
Alaska. There's so many options out there. Not Alaska. Not Damn Alaska. It. Come on. I'm trying to get her to go to Alaska. <laughs> nah. I just need... What? I need more daylight. I need warmth. I need more daylight. Yeah, that's... Turn a light on. Even, it's Turn a light on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not really cold for me. It's just the, the light. It's yeah, and just the both being, those things for being, me. So, I mean, I guess it's, I want to be remote, but... It's, it's, it's being, a new level it, it is. It, yeah. No, I... I'm with you. I love I love the wilderness. I love exploring, but Alaska's a whole new level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So adequately named the last frontier. Yeah. Yes. Uh, be adequate. Very adequate. Yeah. So we just we wanted to. So this would give you the option to to like scout, explore. scout, or scout, explore. Yeah. I like the word we're, explore better. Reconnaissance, if you will. If we want our... to, if we want to end up somewhere eventually, then this will give us the intel we need. The intel. Yeah. So do y'all have? That's super cool. I'm yeah. curious. Do y'all have like a? So you literally just sold your house and bought an airstream. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> That's so cool. That's <laughs> I know. Well, it's so cool because like I just think... like we didn't even buy a house. We were just renting a house. It wasn't. I just like that. Yeah. I feel like that's there's a, whole a lot of step. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's like we've already talked about the house. Yeah, like yeah, because our house, our lease was up, so it was either you. It was like or you we were go. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this, it's like y'all could have stayed in here forever. Y'all were like had to make in this. y'all had to make two decisions. You had to like make a very firm cut. Well, they had to make two decisions. They had to make decisions to sell the house and to buy the airstream. Yeah, that's true. It was tough. Yeah, it was yeah. a hard decision to come to. Yeah, yeah I mean, definitely. just also, you know, when you're kind of. You know, when you're, like, at the end of an era of your life, mm-hmm. a lot of times, like, up until now, like, the end of an era would have been, you know, oh, high school's ending. Mm-hmm. There's graduation. That's an event mm-hmm. that someone else decided that I just was a part of. Now and you, you get to decide. Well, and you knew all along. Like, you knew yeah, this, this is going to happen. You 2000 whatever. And you usually will know yeah. the year, too, even. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so this is kind of like, oh, this is the end of an era in terms of, like, our our 20s, like our extremely young adulthood with all of those friendships and all the things that that entails and we're deciding like this is definitively over. It's such you know? a weird, that's such a weird decision to make. To I thought end, we went through the same thing. To end something <laughs> like, like that because it's something you, I, I love, think you love. treasure, yeah. Like y'all, yeah. I don't want to put words in your mouth but I think yeah. you probably love this house oh, and you course, love all the, all the memories it holds and like mm-hmm. if you were to stay here for another five years like you would still it would be a build great even, five years yeah. you build yeah. awesome yeah. memories still so it's not like it wasn't like a oh my gosh I hate this wasn't place I ha- and, and I don't decision. like yeah. the people here I need mm-hmm. to get out yeah but so that it just it does add a whole another like side to the circle of like yes I want, I'm ready to move on but also I'm like really sad ending an era I don't yeah. know it's both yeah, that's yeah. one of our, I was telling y'all earlier, one of our neighbors, he um, was saying like, oh, y'all don't want to leave Denver. You always have so many friends over, so many parties. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I mean, Denver has been like the, quote, you know, as cheesy as it is, like good old days yeah. while we're in them, you know, yes. in terms of like friends that we just connect with on so many different levels and have such a good, strong group that, I don't know, it was just like the first like kind of mature adult friendship circle that I've had yeah. that we um, created without the influence of like people that we grew up with yes or yeah. that's how exactly how Denver yeah. felt for us yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys like were like a few years ahead of 
us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, always, I felt like the very same way. We've always talked about our move to Denver. It was like that was the first thing like we really decided, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, be, for no other reason than like let's move there. Like mm-hmm. let's decide to do this. And so then there everything after that just felt really it felt really like rooted in us. Yeah, it's yeah. like we were we had now created our own path completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, we had yeah. started fresh right here. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like you choose whatever way you want to go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Time's precious. I want to spend it exactly the way that I want to. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was helpful. And so that was another reason, or another thing that kind of helped us realize, like, okay, we're going to go into this new lifestyle and really, you know, live the next, I mean, the rest of our lives for us the way that we want to, mm-hmm. starting now. So yeah, what so. are you most excited about then for this next adventure? Well, I have to pee. Can we take a yeah. little break? You need to pee? You yeah, go pee. pee. After the break, we'll answer that question. Okay. So, with this new transition coming up, what are you most excited about? Like, what are you looking forward to most? Well, I'm looking forward to not having a job. <laughs> Which is now, right? Cheers as to that. Of, as of yeah, cheers. Last cheers week. to that. Um, which is not, I mean, it's very privileged position to be in it's hopefully a temporary thing but i'm excited to take a little mental health yeah a little sabbatical after um the past year working in healthcare during covid has been horrible so i'm excited to take a little break so that i don't go insane and um so what are you gonna do what do you want to do uh, well... Not necessarily um, work-wise, but just with your time. Yeah, what do you want to do with your time? I'm really excited. Like, do you feel like it's, like, creative. so much freedom in the in the future? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for, like, some more creative outlets. I went into healthcare because it was, like, a stable thing, but it's not necessarily... I mean, helping people is obviously a wonderful thing, but it's not... It's all right. Super. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sustain me creatively or just, you know... Mental, yeah. mental health wise, it's really been tough. Right. So, um, well, any any like healthcare position is going to be yeah. taxing on your mental health. Well, and then regardless of this, a pandemic, right, yeah, right. it's it's always been a hard thing. But then mm-hmm. add a pandemic onto it, and it's just not great. So I'm excited about that. I'm hoping to like do more creative like photo shoots and stuff with yes. me, Caleb. Um, Ooh, style some things. Ooh. Who? <laughs> Who are they? Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited to spend more time outside. You know, we just realized like this past year that was the only time we really felt happy. So is being outside on your it's patio. Being outside. Well, no, even just like coming to see all at Moab. Um, oh yeah. We did a we did a camping trip in Telluride. Yeah, that Moab trip was uh, legendary. The Moab yeah. trip was, <laughs> it was. It really was. So legendary. Which also, I still feels like, I still feels like it happened like last week. Yeah, I know, right? so But we met a guy in Moab this past week who was like, who remembered us from October. What? No way. Yes, he knew our names. Wait. He remembered you. it. What? Like, not, yes. not weird. Not weird. Okay. Not weird. Not weird. No, no, no. Just surprising, he, like, he remembered. Surprising, our, he remembered our names. Like, yeah. He like knew yes. us. Yes, yes, yes. No, we Tom. we recognized him as well. Well, he came he over and he's like, remembered. "I remember you guys were in Moab when I was in Moab last, like October." Well, but he said last year, and I was like, "Last year?" I was like, "That was like a month ago." Yeah. And Amy's like, "No, that was like six months ago." And I was it like, actually was last year. It actually <laughs> yeah. was last yeah. year. Yeah. 
Sorry. No, wait, Sub- where did he? Subtext. You saw him like. Well, he after y'all after y'all left, we mm-hmm. stayed in Moab and we parked next to him, and oh, we, nice. we yes. so we had like talked with him and like had, oh, that makes he was sense. like in no. he was like parked next to us. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was so, like a guy that you like met no, no, no. in Walmart, and, and he no, no, and no. he and he has a van. He has like yeah. a Sprinter van. So okay. there's lots of connections, connections, but we were just surprised he remembered our names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Sounds cool. Just interject. Yeah. So yeah, going yeah. to Moab, <laughs> being outside. Y'all like being outside. Yeah, this past summer definitely we took. It's also the first time we ventured out of our house in like summer of 2020. Was y'all did do a lot of like we'll do park go. and like like yeah, national park. Yeah, y'all went to like and Rocky Mountain camping. and travels. Yeah, Yellowstone. Y'all went to the Tetons. Yeah, yeah we were out as much as possible. Y'all did do a lot. It was just the only thing that we felt safe doing. Being mm-hmm. like, hey, we were going to mm-hmm. like the point of the trip we were doing is to literally be away from people. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it felt safe. So yeah, we did that like in lieu of. Like risking to travel to see our families mm-hmm. and yeah. things right. like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Which still, I'm like still fine with. I think that was a good decision. Yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah. But yeah. So. Yeah, well, yeah, we it led to, here. It sounds like it was yeah. like inspiration for now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And that was yeah. So mental health wise, that's probably the most exciting thing. Yeah. Um. I think we, yeah. like both of us, tend to just get a little bit restless, like staying in one place. Yeah. I feel like you know, true. and. Yeah, I think this this past summer definitely exposed us to like, man, wouldn't it be awesome if we could just do this all the time, which mm-hmm. was, you know, go yeah. stay mm-hmm. at campsites, like not necessarily be stationed any one place. I think But you just, can be if you wanted to. We can be, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the cool part too. Yeah. yeah. And I think that it's like I don't know, just the, the monotony of being in a routine and like doing all of this like I don't know, everyday type of stuff just gets very old after a wow. while. I think to both of us. To me in particular, probably. Yeah, for sure. More than more you than me, but also yeah. I mean, we both grew up in families that moved around every yeah. four to five years. Well, yeah. You know, and then True, yeah. I moved I moved twice in my life. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. from Nashville to Denver and then Denver to Well, Miami. like my parents moved once mm-hmm. from But it was in Nashville. It was in Nashville, yeah, yes. to another house. Mm-hmm. The whole time I from like Mm-mm. born to college. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's, 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 it's yeah. actually the same No, it's same in that that's what we talk yeah. about. Like honestly, like if I go down to moves, I would say moving to Denver was the first move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now moving into the van was the second yeah. move. Second move, yeah. But yeah. see even the it's funny, well I guess I was the place I was born, I think we moved out there when I was two, so I don't even count that. But like the house I grew yeah. up in and then the house we moved into when I was in high school. Yeah, it was, you have like two, the same situation. But two it was houses. like, mm-hmm. I but think they were like count. three miles apart. Yeah. Oh. We literally lit, we moved like across Concord Road. Oh, That's what we did. Oh, <laughs> yes. Concord. Yeah, yeah. Concord. Concord. Not Concord. Yeah. I don't know if this is like scientifically accurate. I feel like humans are just kind of like, I feel like we're kind of meant to like move around. You know? We're nomads. Like, nomad. We started yeah. as nomads. Yeah. 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 Of course, like hunter gatherers and like, you go where there are right. Well, it's like I, I feel like every I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it's not like you can't stay in one place. I feel like the longer you just stay in one place, the more comfortable you get. The more I don't know, you just like get set in your ways, and you're like mm-hmm. pissed off about anything that like goes wrong slightly because you're not exposed to anything that's different than what your yeah daily life is. I just think that's like such a. I, I think that's something that people weirdly strive for is this like very normalized 
existence where you can just sort of like coast through. You can like disappear into the pattern right. yeah, of exactly. your life. Mm-hmm. And, and I think like, that that's just so detrimental to like the human experience. Mm-hmm. Like, that just like kills your I think soul, it limits you in more ways than It's like you're self limiting yeah, yeah. You're right on. I I even one thing that we've been talking about too is that like in the society that we live in, in like the particular situation we're in there are all these created problems right. in terms of like mm-hmm. things that I have to solve. Like, oh, I need to talk to my mortgage company about this issue or I need to call my accountant because taxes are due. I mean, just all these like created problems. And I feel like humans really thrive on, or really all right. creatures, like we thrive on problems that actually matter. So mm-hmm. like I, we've talked to you all about this, but like the actual finding like food and water and shelter as being like your main problems I'm sure is so like thrilling after like mm-hmm. up until now my main problems is like is, does my 401k have a match or not or like mm-hmm. does my you know, I don't I, I literally don't even know like, what that means oh. I didn't know 401ks <laughs> match yeah. Oh, yeah. just things like that just like these manufactured issues of uh, I don't know or like you know we've been talking about like oh dealing with Where's our actual residency? Like our, mm-hmm. our state residency. And like the only like... people who care are the people I don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. And so like we, we, live in, we live in like a quote unquote free society. Mm-hmm. And it's like. I can't even move to another you state. No, no, you need to yeah. be in the same damn yeah, spot yeah. every yeah. year. Well, and yeah. if this is the state that you're going to register your car in, then you have to prove to us that you actually live here in for for six months. And it has to be here. It can't be. Yeah. You can't just. I think we just. I think we just ask why too much about stuff to just be content. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. I feel like the vast majority of people are just concerned with like how, you know, how do I get through this day? How do I pay this? How do I deal with that? And I'm like, my I feel like if they started asking why, why then like, that why? would change yeah. the how, though. I mean, it, it's like we just bury the why. It's like. We figure out how, and then it's like, who cares why? Well, that's, and that's the American As long as, like, I'm hungry and I'm fed, then, yeah. It's not even the American way. That's the imperialist way. Because if you start asking why, then you start realizing that, like, oh, You start becoming selfless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you become depressed. Yeah. 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 It's like, no reason. Yeah. But, yeah. Not to be a bummer. Yeah. Not to be a bummer. No, it's... No, it's, yeah. It's totally true, and I think it's something... It's something I've had to like really work through because I was, and I still am in some ways very like, I'm a rule follower. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. you know, all these rules of like, this is just what you do. You, I mean, you want to go back to the car thing. Like you register your car here and you renew your tags every year and you, you know, renew your license before it's expired. Oh, you move to a new state. Okay, great. Immediately do go ahead and do all right. this and do all this right. and like. I was just raised that way and I was very good at it and mm-hmm. I still am. I could, I still could be good at it, mm-hmm. but I have, especially since moving in the van, just been like, why the fuck does this even matter? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't. Same thing. It's like, you make matter what you want to matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, you like really figure out what matters to you. Yeah. Do you, do you guys know, this is a, just a fun fact. Do you guys know when the concept of credit scores was invented? Absolutely I'm, not. <laughs> I, it, was I in the, it, was the, it was in the late 1980s. The 1980s. 
So that's pretty live. new. I was yeah. born in the eighties, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was born in the eighties. We were mic checking nineteen eighty nine. For example, like, so my my grandfather, who now is almost ninety, I mean he's very old, but he has never checked his credit score once. Credit because for most of a, his life, that yeah, was not a thing. Never like, mattered. And you know what? Credit scores are a one hundred percent made up thing that everyone just like. And and and, and I knew that, but. And I knew that, but going into the van, that was literally the only thing we had that going for us in order to get a loan <laughs> was right, yeah. our credit score. Because, we had abso- because I am had- a rule follower, and so I built our credit score so or we built Yo, it. We, were, we Sorry. built it. We, we built, built it. it. I apologize. Honey, I knew that going in, but still, that was literally the only thing we, we had, had a going very, for us very good to get the score. van. We mm-hmm. had a very good credit score, no assets, and they were like, yeah, we don't give a shit about your credit score. Like, it's not going to do anything. Yeah, it, did, it didn't. <laughs> like, it's not going to help you get a loan for the van It at didn't all. help us at all. And so and then I was, I was like, like, fuck credit scores. Yeah, I was like, okay. I was right, like, well, I'm not paying my credit card yeah, off every month. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do minimums. Let's go. Yeah, that was a very well, recent lesson. I even was. found out, like, after I got out of college, because I had never had a credit card or any, like, thing that I yeah. had debt for uh-huh. that it was actually uh-huh. worse for it's detrimental. me yep. to like get mm. an apartment like to rent yep. an apartment because you, have, oh, you haven't proven that you can pay something and off I was over like, time i haven't ever had a problem like well, i'm they're... 24 and haven't had a problem like why and don't you let me have an apartment even, even more concerning is there are countless stories of people that pay off all of their credit card debts and their credit score either <laughs> doesn't change or goes down yeah. Yes. Like, like, credit horrible. companies literally want you to be in because it means you'll keep on paying. Yes. Yes. Exactly. For and the rest of your life, like, you're like enslaved yeah, to them. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. No, I've been talking about like closing out some like random credit cards we have, transferring like whatever loan we have to all one place, mm-hmm. and working on that, and then closing out another loan. I mean, and it would actually impact us negatively. Yeah. It doesn't make it's any just, sense. Yeah. Like, be financially I remember the same to be, to be debt free like hurts your credit score. Yes. And that's, <laughs> The it makes sense. I mean, that's the biggest scam I've ever heard credit of. Credit in general. I remember you. neither one of us had a credit card until we got married, mm-hmm. like a few months into being married. And then we were trying to, I think we were trying to buy our Jeep. We were trying to buy our car. And they were like, you have no credit. And we were like, yeah, because, and we even, we had the money to pay for the Jeep just straight up. Oh, we were paying mm-hmm. for it in cash. Yeah, we were yeah. paying in cash. I mean, we were servers, so we just had yeah. cash, and we were yeah. paying in cash. And we had just gotten married, and you had been, your parents had been making you save for four yeah, years. Yeah, my parents yeah. did teach me saving I had very well. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, your money. <laughs> we went to go buy this Jeep full cash. Like, we weren't going to take any loan on or do any kind of payments, and we did that, and then... Someone, I don't know, somehow we learned we needed to get a credit. They're like, you need, you should probably start building some credit. So we went to go get a credit card. They could only give us a limit of $500 on the credit card because oh it was gosh. our first one. Yeah. Right. But also, I too remember just being like, I don't want to get this. I only want to pay for things when I know I have the money. Like, we did yeah. our Jeep. I was like, yeah. we, and I remember telling the, the bank mm-hmm. guy, I was like, we literally just bought a car and we just paid for the whole thing just then and there because why would I pay over time? And be paid interest and have to pay more when I can just pay it all now. And he was like, well, this is actually going to hurt you in the future because, you know, if people, if you're trying to get a mortgage for a house or some sort of loan, they're going to ask, okay, well, like, can you show me your car payments? And you're going to be like, I don't have any. I paid it all up front. No. And it's going to mm-hmm. hurt you because people aren't going to believe you can pay stuff over time. And I was like, but I can pay it all up front and I can pay it all I time. bought something yeah. because I knew I had the money for it. I don't want to buy things that I don't have the money for. I don't even want to get yeah. this credit card because I know I'm going to put stuff on it that I'm not going to yeah, be able to pay off over time. Mm-hmm. And that's... It's the weird... Uh, how did we get on this subject? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't 
talked about late stage capitalism. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Uh, but you know what? Was, I think a lot of people. No, it wasn't no even fault. I was. Yeah. Uh, it was approval. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people. I was like, can how agree. Do we no, I think a lot of people can agree with this and and like relate to it as well. And yeah, just it's dumb. And then with our credit card too, I remember they got our credit score went down because we weren't like eventually over time your limits get bigger and bigger right and we weren't spending no actually it was the $500 card we would get as close to $500 every month as we could we almost maxed it out every month but I would pay it in full every month right, right. yeah and they were like you're putting too much on it like yeah, you need to only to spend 20 to 30 <laughs> percent of your card because that affects your credit score if you like get too close to maxing uh, yeah. it out it's every so month made up. and I was like it's so made up. why does this matter I'm like I'm not so I completely I believe all this, like, I mean, the, all the cryptocurrency I mean, blow yeah, up right now. It's like, oh, yeah, it, it's always been made up. Like, why is everyone freaking out now that people are making up money? Like, the money you had made up was also made up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who gives a shit? I've always told Peyton, I'm like, I want to, I'm like, uh, he was talking about not being a doomsday prepper. And I'm like, I probably am a doomsday prepper and that I'm like well I want to have some money in gold like buried in my backyard Ron Swanson Ron Swanson style wait do y'all have gold buried in your backyard (laughs) and where he's like it's a pretty small yard you could probably dig it up yeah Yeah, that's safe she's got to explain why that concept is bullshit and then (laughs) Peyton is always like well if something happens where everything's just terrible and our U.S. dollars if the global economy collapses yeah and they're not worth like by making dollars, a one into a zero yeah like your dollars are not <laughs> worth anything he's like well then a gold bar in your backyard is not worth anything either like why is yeah. gold yeah, so important just because a like goods and shiny doesn't yeah like goods and valuable <laughs> yeah. yeah so goods and services are what or what are going to be worth anything. Right. And so to me, I'm like, okay. So again, why am I saving up for something that's happening 35 years plus mm-hmm. from now, aka retirement? Like, why am I saving up for that when I don't even think society's going to be super... <laughs> Who knows? You don't uh, want to retire in the society that you would be a part of I at just that would, moment. Right. I just <laughs> rather be self-sustaining, right? Yes. To be able to... I mean, again, I'm not not a prepper, but I want to be prepared to survive in a scenario that's unlike what we've ever experienced. Oh. Now, if there's like a freaking zombie apocalypse or some right. crazy situation, like a Mad Max situation, I'd rather just die. I'd rather right. just be dead. Mm-hmm. I don't want to survive in that situation. But I'll put what you are yeah. saying into more like succinct words. Yeah. It's like we want to not be succinct. We we want to be <laughs> succinct. <laughs> We want to be able. I hate that word. I can't say it. We want to in the future. We want to be able to have a lifestyle where, like, maybe not every day is like we wake up and we're like, who knows what's gonna happen today? But it's like every week, maybe we wake up and we're like, who knows what's gonna happen this week? We still know how to get by. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The majority Mm -hmm. of people are relying on so many things that are instantly available to them day by day and then also preparing for way off in the future and like that that's something that I just like can't wrap my brain around because like we talked about earlier like nothing is guaranteed to us you Uh have no idea if you're going to be alive tomorrow or 10 days from now or 10 years from now so if we eventually have a lifestyle where it's like we could sustain ourselves 
weekly, mm-hmm. you know, indefinitely, then it's like, what do you need? You know, what do you lack mm-hmm. at that point? If you have all the, yeah. if you have all I of feel like that was totally van life. Yeah. Like we can play, we can like sustain the week, and then that's just like. Well, uh-huh. and since Amy and I are going to outlive everyone else here, <laughs> even though we're not going to have kids. Says we the will... one non thirty year old. Get yeah. out of here! Mean, <laughs> shit. Why are we even listening I to mean, you? No kids these days. Yeah. Man, I remember my I'm, my twenties yeah. like over <laughs> three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah I'm still in my twenties, oh, so I'm thinking of yeah. I'm still, going. <laughs> I'm still thinking of how like Amy and I will be the people running our little like farm. And not having to rely on and me one year people. older will be dead. Like what? I just mean like women live longer than men, and like we make better lifestyle choices right. than y'all. Yes. Bet, no, bet not now. women. I bet ten dollars I'll outlive Amy you. And I, I bet ten dollars I will choices. outlive you. Yeah, these and that's not a murder threat. Yeah, these, these two specific women. No. Yeah. I mean, live fast, die young is like a great way. I don't know. L F D Y. There's like so many. That's a new carpe diem. Yeah. Carpe diem. LFDY. LFDY. I mean, I've. That is an ass tat waiting to happen. LFDY? Yes. There's just. We have the tat machine in the I've had so many patients who are like just super old and decrepit and can't do anything for themselves. And it's just, they're, they're like mentally miserable as well. And I don't Mm -hmm. really want to get to that point. And I want to just. I think that's like a super a wake up call, like awareness of. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure you've had so many of those. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's actually like so. Peyton and I, at this point, we always reserve the right to change our minds about yes. anything. But like yeah. at this point, we don't think having children is really for us. Mm-hmm. And but the like biggest driving, or like the biggest voice in my head about like oh, maybe you should have kids is me having these patients who are, you know, 75 or 80 plus years old and their kids are the ones taking them to their mm-hmm. appointments, taking care right. of them, arranging things. So these people are taken care of, which is beautiful. And that's been, in terms of like just the love that those yeah, children yeah. have their, for so their parents, sweet. that was like a factor to me of like, oh, maybe I, maybe I should have kids because just what's going to happen? Just in case when I get older. What's going to happen when I'm 75, mm-hmm. you know? And... Because all your friends might be that age too, and they don't know if they can. They can't. I don't know if I can take care of you at that point. No, you can't. I can't take care of you. I'm a month older than you. I'm going to be in way worse shape. And so, because you're 30 now, and she's not 30. That's a big difference. I'm in my 20s, and so that was like a big factor to me. But then I was thinking about like, well, that's so selfish. Like I cannot bring another person (laughs) into this world just to take care care of you in the end. To burden them. Yeah. (laughs) And I even I was talking to my friend, one of my like my best um, PA friends. Her she has two kids. Her husband. You ever call them pa friends? Pa. No, we do not call them pa. So. Um, But (laughs) one of my one of my like best friends her husband I was saying like gosh yeah I mean it would be nice to have someone to take care of you when you're when you're old and he was like he's a business person he has two kids he was like well you should just save the money right now that you're not spending on your children like I am and save that up for like a nurse when you're older he's like like, you would save millions of dollars (laughs) and still be able to like Live the best. Probably even retire. better care yeah. than what like my children will provide me when I'm. That's actually a really good point. Like, but also, y'all do have a kid. 
It's a like turn around. It's a big turn around. A big brown doggy. Honestly, yeah, no, I consider Dune at least another like human presence. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. like even just based on weight and mass size, like that she takes up in a space. Caleb, but she's right there. I I know she's right there, and I'm seeing a lot of parts of her. For her breed, so honestly, I mean, you'll have like ten pounds on. So like Sarah Beth we, wanted her to be bigger. So moving, so, okay, so transitioning, moving into the airstream with a hundred and how twenty pounds? Hundred ten. So like th- three humans in an airstream. Do you think? Yeah. Do you anticipate challenges with that? Yeah, I mean definitely. I mean, with, no, she's well, so easy. Okay, but so, also like, what kind of floors are going to be in the airstream? Because we <laughs> have firsthand seen. <laughs> How she doesn't like certain things. Yeah, so we're gonna have to get like. Our dog so you guys have a Newfoundland. Major, we, have a Newf- we have a Newfoundland dog named she's, Juniper. She's <laughs> Juniper. She's Juniper Eleanor. No, Eleanor is our cat, Caleb. You don't know me at all. Oh my, oh my goodness. Gosh. Oh my god. A brother. Look at him. He's like what? <laughs> she's a brother. She's a brother. <laughs> um. So June is a Newfoundland. She's only like 105 or 110 pounds, which is really small. Only, only, only. which is small for a Newfie. Um. But she really just likes to lay on the couch or on the floor or on the ground. She's so e- <laughs> she is very easy to have around. So is there going to be a couch in the airstream? Yes. There will be a couch. So there, there will she'll she'll have all of her options available to her. Yes. She'll have couch, the couch, floor, floor and bed, ground, yeah. ground. And the floor yes. and ground are different because they're inside outside. Inside outside. Yes. Because the, the floor is inside. The ground is outside. <laughs> ground is outside. <laughs> when it's outside, it's we call it the ground. ground. <laughs> Another wrong Swanson moment. Right. <laughs> but June is she is very scared of wood floors in that yeah. she becomes like a Scooby Doo cartoon. <laughs> that's a great well, description. No, no. Wow. She. That's that is the problem is that if she does go on wood floors, she becomes Scooby Doo. So she refuses to, to go to on walk on. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the issue. She it's goes. Not that she, she's slipping everywhere. Yes. She knows we're talking about yeah, her, so she leaving. left. She's <laughs> there was there's no in between. There was either giving she us said, all of her or she said, "Fuck away. you guys! Yeah. I hate high school." <laughs> but June is a great road trip dog because. She's very still. She loves she loves to sit <laughs> still for long periods of time. She is one of the easiest dogs to have around. Yeah. That was a big. Our, our dogs had a big adjustment on driving days. It mm. was like how how they yeah. like the longest it took for them to get comfortable was like when we were driving. Like where was their spot? Mm-hmm. Where were they? What but were see, they they're not going to have that issue because she'll be in the yeah. truck. Yeah, so it's truck. just like riding in a car, which she knows how to do. Which she's good at. Yeah, yeah that, that is true. Yeah. And she'll even be better in the truck because we'll be able, like in the car normally she'll ride, we have a Jeep and she'll ride in like the trunk. Mm-hmm. Oh. And in with the like truck. With the seat folded down. Yes, yeah. with the seat folded down. But in No, just like shoved in the trunk. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, man. No. Um, but in the truck we'll basically just like flip up the back seats and she'll have like the entire back. She'll have so much space. Yeah. So she'll have And she'll be right behind you. Yes. Yeah. And she loves riding in the car. She loves being on the road. We we stop at dog parks frequently. No, she's gonna love it. Loves has she loves has dog parks. Loves have oh, dog parks. She's gonna love it with yeah, no, literally the loves now have dog parks. Yeah. Cute. I mean, and it's not anything huge, but it's just like no. a fenced in. It's a fenced in area. Out. You can oh, let her off. It has off. been great to just pull yeah. over and just like get ten minutes of energy out, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you drive like on. Like, so, with having Kip loves to have dog parks. Yeah. Like, with having dogs, that have I feel like y'all's dogs have slightly higher energy than June. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's like one of the biggest challenges 
with them. Just like having dogs in general. Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like lately we've come across like national parks. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to visit a lot of national parks, they can. We feel limited. We We feel limited when we go to national parks. I I get it. Reasoning. Totally understand it. But but we do feel limited. Um. I, I would know. say I, I would do say like, I mean, I do, you do think about it. Like we had the last week and a half, we, we've been in Moab and we've had some right. bad weather. Like we had three days in a row where it was like, like 30 mile an hour winds all day. Mm-hmm. Like we're not going outside. Mm-hmm. Next day, it's like raining all day. Next day, wind again. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's three days in a row. They haven't done anything but like step outside and pee. Mm-hmm. And like you kind of start to, I mean, I think y'all, even as humans, we yes. all start to feel <laughs> the energy of like, there's four beings in this space that just yeah. want to get out. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been trapped in for 72 hours. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just them. I feel like it's between us, us too. too. Yeah. yeah. Where you kind of come across. I mean, it's 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 very few and far situ- between. Yeah, it's few and far between. Right. But there are situations where it's like, oh, shit, three days in a row happen where you're trapped in a very small space. Mm-hmm. And like they don't get a lot of activity mm-hmm. because yeah, right. if they go outside, they get soaking wet and super dirty. And then like the only spot for Kona lays on our bed and then our bed gets super dirty. Yes. And it's like the whole yeah, band is super ideal. dirty. And then it's mm-hmm. like, okay, now our next day is just, we need to go into town and do laundry. Like all this stuff just happens so fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's just like making sure like if we can get some just like, Hey, 15 minutes at a love's dog park. I'm just yes, saying yeah. that is, I'm not taking that for granted. Yeah, I, like, think the challenge, I always stop. If I stop at the place, I'm, stopping that loves now but then also i think a challenge too would be keeping things clean and keeping things oh, clean right. that's the one thing it's like yeah. i think we could do a good job keeping things clean but the dogs it's impossible yeah it's yeah. impossible in that kind of space yeah right so you kind it's of just like, have to go into it knowing that and be okay with it and be like mm-hmm. it's not as clean as i it's not gonna be as clean as i want it to be but that's the price the small price i pay to live this life and the price to pay the like on the good days it's like dude kona is living the life of a dog that's he's true. swimming they, in the clearest colorado true. lakes he's like hiking the beautiful rocks in moab and yeah. sedona it's like i know i took him on i took him on a hike yeah. Two days ago, and it was just like we just like yeah. There's a stream that he was just like, running around playing it in, and then he would like hop on the rocks. Like they do, nice. they live their best lives. Yes, they do. And yeah, Jet you kind of like are like all right, it'll be a little dirty in here because yeah, right. he was having so much fun swimming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and it's like such a small space that mm-hmm. it's easy. It is to easy. Clean. It is like, easier to clean. If you want to clean, you spend less than an hour versus like it takes three minutes whole, to sweep. Yes, if true. that. If you're sweeping, it's like a minute and a half. A whole house. Yeah, that, that yeah. is that is one reason why we were okay with this transition was because we just got tired of only having two people in a house that's really designed for. I mean, more than two people. I mean, I don't yeah, know like many, but more than two. Four to five people could live here come to comfortably. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Not mm-hmm. not in a traditional family setting, but I just mean like. Oh well, I mean. Yeah. It's a you know it's a big it's a it's large a big space. Place. Yeah. So yeah, it's like just keeping track of keeping everything clean is mm-hmm. a huge task. A task, yeah. yeah. No, y'all will like the smaller space in that Makes in sense. that regard. Yeah. Okay, was, I have one last question for you. Okay. Yeah. What are you most apprehensive about? The small space. <laughs> <laughs> what well, we were just talking about the yes. small space. Those the small per- space um, between who? Between you and June? Between you and Peyton? Or between you and you? Oh. Deep breath. 
Fuck. Um, I mean, <laughs> Peyton really needs alone time, which I don't think there's any shortage of that in like living in the wilderness. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I do think again, like you're thinking about, oh gosh, what if you have more than a couple of days in a row of terrible weather, mm-hmm. where we are forced to be in like two hundred minus two hundred square feet together? That might be yeah a little challenging for our relationship, but not. Terrible, just a new challenge. Um, that and then I'm, man, I'm not gonna speak for Peyton in this. I'm very type A. I like to have things planned out. I like to, I don't need like a five year plan, but I need like a one year idea. Mm-hmm. One year idea. I like that. Yeah, of like, like what's <laughs> what's gonna happen. I'm like, where do I think I'll be in the fall? Where will I be in the winter mm-hmm. or in the spring? You know. Um, I think you're that so, way. Yes. Yeah. I feel like you like a one year idea. One year idea. Yeah, That's like, a great I, wording. Like, it's yeah. like, I just need to like, just... what's our fall going to be looking like yeah. now? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. So I can think through it and like find some, you know, ideas that inspire me and things that I want to do. Yeah. Even like roughly like... start to be like inspired by like, yeah. oh, well, we could do this. Maybe I'd or be, we could yeah. go here. Like, like, maybe it could be, be good stuff. Yeah, like, maybe I'll be yeah, in like right. Oregon in the fall. That would yeah. be beautiful. Here's the things I'd want to and do. And you can start to get excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, and I always need something to look forward to in that regard. So, um, I can't remember. So, are you guessing oh, you're apprehensive about? I'm apprehensive yeah. about the fact that it's way loose, more like such a loose idea mm-hmm. or loose plan compared to how it's been right. the mm-hmm. entire. 29 years your entire life up until yeah right now i feel like i weirdly i'm way more apprehensive no like i that part i'm not apprehensive about i'm much more apprehensive about the like little details about everything like you know the truck that we're gonna get Mm -hmm. up to the trailer like that scenario every time we like because you have to do that a lot yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) like it's gonna happen a lot that's something that we've literally never done Mm-hmm. Once mm-hmm. I've watched, you have to I've be doing watched, it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've watched hours of video about how to do that. Like we uh-huh. do research for sure, but at the same time, it's like I have never, or maybe like once in my life, physically hooked and unhooked like a, tra- a trailer to a truck. <laughs> what's you know what what's I mean? so funny is like I'm more of a big picture person, and that like those are the things I'm worried more about. Like the overall like. What's our life gonna look mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. when I'm looking back on it? And he's worried about the details. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna be like, unhitching the truck how every am I day. Going to actually drive. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. How am I going to actually park this? Yeah. I'm like, oh, sure. I'll figure Honestly, out. Honestly, it yeah. sounds like the perfect combo. Yeah. It does. It is a good combo. <laughs> yeah. As impractical as it could be. Um, yeah. I'm, I mean, essentially, I'm like the big picture. Will you kind of figure it out? You know, like, <laughs> we, like for example, when we moved. A little bit of a background on us. When we first moved to Denver, we moved here because I was in a grad school program, and I quit that grad school program within six months. Because it sucked. Because it wasn't for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it's like we just adapted and like figured it out living here mm-hmm. in Denver, even though it wasn't necessarily our long term plan. plan. Yeah, it's like or like the reason you, you moved came here right. to yeah. go yeah. to school, exactly. and then you were gonna figure it out after yes. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. And you did. You moved here to go to school, but you only went for six months. And then then you figured figured it out out. after that. So, yeah, so I'm the type of person that's like, okay, well, if shit doesn't work out, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that too. I just would like like to to know about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, I feel feel that. 
I'm fine to be adaptable in that regard, but I like a heads up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say the space between each other is a real thing. Yeah. It happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not even like a negative thing. It's just like if, if a few days happen in a row where you're just trapped in a physically small space, mm-hmm. you both feel it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, matter how much it's like not bad to be like, we need to take space. because it's just like literally if you think about the last few days we've physically just been everything is like you're the only person i've talked to for Mm -hmm. a week it's like Mm -hmm. i need some space Mm -hmm. you need some space that's that's one thing that's like healthy but just there's like so with the pandemic obviously we spent everyone spent a whole Mm -hmm. lot more time at home with their immediate family with the people they live with their roommates Mm -hmm. whoever and so we're a little bit more used to that but i'm like well i don't know part of me thinks is that it's like how boring does that get being with the same person day in and day out forever and ever i mean i love Peyton so much and we've had a great time you're about to find out are there some people that i'm like gosh i really would love to meet someone new and get that kind of energy from someone else Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um as like an extrovert that's important to me so i mean i know that we will meet other people obviously and see like see y'all see Mm -hmm. The people mm-hmm. we know in the room. You do. I mean, it's it's a interesting. I don't know. It's interesting navigating that because you do. You will meet people. Like we have met mm-hmm. people on the road and like really hit it off and become friends. And yeah. so there are times where like I feel like we're living in community and like we mm-hmm. have friends. And then there are times, then very quickly, just like a one eighty degree. Then it's like, just, oh my gosh, wait, I haven't talked to anyone else but you for the last two weeks. Yeah. It's kind. It's. Yeah. It'll it does like, go from in very the blink extreme. of an eye. It'll be like, oh, we just spent the last week and a half with like three different groups of people, like around campfires every single night. Right. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's like three weeks of it's just me and you in the van with the yeah. dogs, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. doing stuff like having yeah. to get shit done. Yeah. And that. I mean, you just need, you need to find space. <laughs> you yeah. need to find yeah. whatever that looks like, and it's different. Mm-hmm. But you need like you gotta you just need. And it is interesting because we were, we've always kind of been that couple who always did everything together. Mm -hmm. Like we, yeah, we did a lot of stuff. We did a lot of stuff together. We would, we worked at the same restaurant together for, I mean, different locations, but we did work at the same restaurant together for a while. And then I'm, I've always been a second shooter. Like, Mm -hmm. why don't we We just always, and we've always just like hung out. Yeah. We've Mm -hmm. always just hung out. We've always like doing things together. Being in the van is a, it, you do everything together but it's still different. Mm-hmm. You, right. you definitely need space. It is doing everything together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like in oh, one room. There's no yeah, there's room. no wall. Yeah. So something that's been really beneficial for us is like, yeah, getting, we'll get Airbnbs and just like sometimes we'll like be like, okay, that's your room. Even this just is my sleep room. separate. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like for a few nights. Yeah. 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 And it, I don't, it's, it's I felt it's really, it's it, not unhealthy. It's no, unhealthy it, thing to do. Honestly, yeah. it feels unhealthy to keep, like, sometimes just to keep going down this path of doing everything and seeing, mm-hmm. doing e- little, mm-hmm. every little thing together. Just, like, forcibly. Yeah. Right, right. Sometimes like, that starts to feel unhealthy, and it's yeah. like, I think it'd be healthier if we, like... Yeah. Or if you went and slept in the tent for, like, a night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's definitely it's been good. something and it's, we yeah. it's improved in communication, too, because you have to ask for it. Mm-hmm. Or you have to at least like verbalize it, and that mm-hmm. at least for me is really hard. Because yeah. you don't like to say no. I don't like to say no, and I don't. But that's not <laughs> me saying no. Are... That's me saying I don't, I don't want, want to be around you, <laughs> which yeah, is like, 
oh, that's not that's not pleasing to hear. I'm sure, but honestly, but I've kind of found I think when I say it, it might be pleasing to hear because like, sure you're, you're like, like I feel the same yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> well, both of us are the type of people that are like, I need to be by myself. Both of us mean Peyton and Caleb, you and Caleb. Wait, well, me? that's what I would. Oh, okay, easy, bro. Easy. Easy. <laughs> what do you mean, uh, me? Yeah, I mean, me and Caleb. Oh, okay. I was like, oh. I don't. Well, that's good. I was, I was going to say, it's more like you. I'm like, hey, I need to be alone. You're like, I don't want to be alone. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Is, is your no is being like, uh, okay, I will choose that. So, the solution <laughs> I'm is. I'm like, I need some space. We're going to park near each other and when. Caleb and Peyton are then we'll go backpacking. Or needing like time we'll by themselves. Yes. Y'all can go backpacking separately while Amy and I. No, we'll go backpacking out. together, but then separate. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> It'll be done. Now Jay's putting his head in my crotch. Like I'm sorry. It's he, he, did, did he bite you? Yeah. No, he didn't bite me. Okay. He, he just, just grabbed. Yeah, he just grabbed. He's, he's an asshole. I don't know. It does. It opens new communication pathways. Mm-hmm. I think and. And it also really helps you tune into what you need as opposed to like powering through something. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to figure yeah. out. Right. Like mm-hmm. what you need as opposed to just being like, no, this is my part. Like I can't ask for space. This is my partner. We're going to power mm-hmm. through this together. But it yeah. does eventually, I think it's sometimes you can feel like, that you're like, I think actually the healthier thing to do right now would be to. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not like it's life or death if you spend a few like, Oh no! Hours or a day mm. or not apart. No. It's like yeah. that's you know that's fine. If you were mm-hmm. in a life or death situation, you know you could like a survival situation. You're like we're gonna power through it. But mm-hmm. in regular mm-hmm. everyday life. No, it's not. It's not, not, it's not life or death. Yeah. I'm really annoyed. I need to just like be by myself. You know. I think everybody needs more alone time. <laughs> I agree to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not not even like. Is <laughs> it and I just look at each other? <laughs> I think. I agree with that. Yes. I think you can never have too much alone time. I mean, you know? I, I don't very, know. I would, very I don't hard. Know I can say. never have too much. No, let's go. I mean, no, I'm I mean, it's like solitary confinement as a punishment. Yeah, <laughs> number one. It's number like, one. Problem. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I think you can get too dependent on. Just like not relying on yourself. I agree to that. Mm-hmm. I do agree to it's that. It's like you, and it's, I feel like I'm unique because I never have experienced that. Like I've never been like, man, I really need the interaction of other people mm-hmm. in order to like be fulfilled. And so it's easy for me to say like, yeah, I think people need more alone time. But seriously, like after like working in normal jobs and just dealing with people, it's like, the vast majority of people just are not comfortable with just being like, I can just chill by, by themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. And I think that's just being comfortable with yourself too a lot. Mm-hmm. Cause you only, yeah. you only gotta exist with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's like every, particularly in like this age of extreme connectivity where everyone feels like they're constantly connected. It's just like, People feel so uncomfortable if they're just like left to their own devices, like their own thoughts, mm-hmm. and that's just mm-hmm. like not okay. Mm-hmm. You have to be, you have to be able to. I don't know. You have to be able to discern for yourself, like what is meaningful and like what's mm-hmm. 
I just I love both. Life, you know? Yeah, I like both. I like. Yeah, you definitely you definitely need a balance. I'm just saying I think the balance has shifted too far towards yeah, yeah. towards needing yeah, to just towards be needing validation. Where it's yes. like you, you socially. Can't, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like maybe 25, 30 years ago. There were too many people that were like super individualistic that had like no support system. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way that you can like reach out and be like, then I need help. It's like nowadays, like you can, you can like be an individual and like still use like sources like the internet mm-hmm. to have human interaction. It's like, yes, you still need like physical interaction as well. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think now like social media has almost forced people to be too dependent on the approval of others mm-hmm. and like, yeah, getting validation yeah. from outward sources, you know. I feel that. Yeah, me too. I feel that. I think we all feel it. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Preach on. <laughs> to to be continued. To be continued. I like so I learned that. that Sarah Beth is a dooms prepper. I am a dooms prepper. <laughs> <laughs> a dooms there. I know how to can vegetables if anyone needs. That's true. Where do you I get like your can. cans from? The store. Who's your worm guy? Oh my, God. my worm guy. Oh my God. <laughs> what? It's a creed quote. Okay, Come yeah. On. I thought that was from something, but. Yeah. Who's your worm guy? Um, well, thank y'all so much for uh, talking to us. Oh my God. In front of a microphone. Like, <laughs> normal. It normal did kind of feel like just a normal conversation. conversation. Yeah, yeah, normal fireside chat. Yes. Yes. With a microphone. Yeah. Sucks to end it, honestly. I know. Just, well, I'm, just, I'm gonna uh, hit end on the recorded, like, but we can just keep talking anyways. That's fine. But, but I need to pee and get another drink. So okay. Yeah. Cool. This can be the end. Well, I love you guys. Love love you. Yeah. Thanks for being and on. Can't can't wait for this next adventure together. And yes, it's gonna be a and heart. I, I mean, we, we're not gonna be together the whole yeah, time, obviously. Sure. But, but no, together and apart. Yeah. We'll have to do a part two at least. Like once y'all are in the airstream. Or maybe a part ten. This can just be a continuing Part 10. Thing. Yeah. This cool. will be a, a recurring yeah. guest. Yes. Sorry. Love you guys. Peace out. Bye. Peace.